Hey guys. Hi. This is Monica. This is JJ. We just wanted to take a moment before this episode and talk about a subject. It's a little bit hard to talk about. This episode is going to have a story that involves suicide. And we want to make sure after listening to this episode several times, we were both still unsatisfied with how the episode sounded. And so as of right now, we aren't sure exactly what you're going to hear. We were uncomfortable about how the story sounded before publishing and what you may hear may be very different from how we recorded it because there are very few people out there that have not been touched by depression, that have not been touched by suicide or, you know, that have not been touched by either themselves or a loved one harming themselves. So we have decided to clip down this episode and you may not hear anything about it, but we wanted to record something to let you guys know that's coming in this episode. Well, we also wanted to say that if anyone is experiencing those thoughts, there are people that you can call. It's a very sensitive subject and that's why we may cut out certain sections completely. And we love ghost stories. They involve death all the time. That's true. And like the Driscoll Hotel, the bride that is said to have committed suicide, she's several generations removed. That's true. But when it comes to someone that might be your own age, someone that lives in your same neighborhood, it is very different. And it is a very human reaction to feel that way. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, the number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. If you want to talk to someone, please reach out. And we hope you enjoy this episode. to another episode of the podcast the spooky chat podcast i'm monica i'm tim i'm jennifer we are so privileged to have tim back again well thank you jennifer <laughs> this is the cha- wait <laughs> us being nice to each other is too much for me <laughs> this is a parallel dimension <laughs> so how was your day i'm kidding <laughs> Go ahead. he doesn't give a fuck and care. that's what I, that's the tim i'm used to don't give a fuck that's gosh fine. This is us. Do you care about my day or no? Yes. Wow. Oh. Doesn't. So. (laughs) Uh, Awkward. What are we talking about today? Well, a mutual friend of ours lives in my neighborhood. We had originally done this interview and we were just sitting around gossiping and she said, girl, do you know? And I didn't. I had no idea. I've lived in the neighborhood several years already. And she just moved in, and she has more gossip than I do. She said, girl, guess what I know? And she told me this story, and it blew my mind. Now, I pass by this house every single day, at least twice a day, and it's completely noticeable that people are moving in and out of this house all the time. It's a family neighborhood. Occasionally, we'll have renters, and occasionally, out of those renters, we'll have, like, frat guys. Because we live not too far from 
the university. Mm-hmm. So we'll have like guys, like three or four guys, big trucks live in there, but not in that section. I know on the, on one corner, there's a family. They always have a bounce house. They have two kids, a little boy and a girl that's a little bit older. They always have a bounce house for them. And then across the street, that house kind of turns over a lot also. But I think that there's stuff wrong with that house. Like I can see that, oh, they need to fix up something. But this specific house that our friend is going to talk about, it seems okay from the outside. But the only thing is because people don't stay there very long, the lawn's never cut. I mean, it looks like a regular house other than the lawn's not taken care of, which is the only indication that, hey, people are moving in and out. And then we see different cars there. Very long stretches where no one lives there. Very long stretches, which is very unusual for that neighborhood because it is still priced very reasonably. I think it's a three-bedroom. Maybe I should move in. I was going to say that our lease is up in six months, maybe five months now. Maybe we should move in and just see what happens. Bye, Monica. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a lovely home. It's a great neighborhood. It's a wonderful place to raise kids. They're about to open a new school right around the corner. But I would not be surprised if whoever gets that house doesn't stay in it very long. And you're going to see during the story. So what did your friend say a few weeks ago? My old coworker, my coworker now, she actually used to live in our neighborhood. And she was part of some neighborhood watch with one of her close girlfriends who actually lived in the neighborhood as well. So, you know, they would talk about the kind of gossip around the neighborhood, but kind of, you know, keep an eye out if there's any suspicious activities. And I guess one day her friend called her up and was like, hey, did you hear what happened to this house? That's not too far from where you live. She was just like, no, I've been inside and I haven't really checked anything on the website. But what happened? And she had said, well, apparently, you know, there was an ambulance and cops last night at such and such address. And you know me, being all nosy, I go out and I kind of talk to the other neighbor and I'm like, what happened? What's going on? This is a lot for tonight. So word was that apparently the husband had suspicious, had found suspicious, I guess, either messages, some sort of activity showing that his wife was having an affair. And instead of confronting her, I'm assuming he had written a note, I think he actually ended up tying it around his neck and then hung himself in the garage. And my coworker was just like, you're kidding me. This can't be real. This is like something from a scary movie type thing. And she's like, no, this is what happened. And we have no idea how the wife's taking it, what's going on, but I thought you should know. So as the days go by, the weeks go by, the house ends up going on sale because I guess the wife couldn't bear to live there anymore. Nobody really knows what happened to the wife, but since that happened, the house hasn't really kept tenants long. It's been a renter's house, and every year, people would just leave. There'll be new tenants. So who knows if it's haunted? It probably is. There's some, you know, where the spirit still lingers because it's, you know, that was his home. That was what he knew. Now it's finally up for sale, no longer renting. And it's been on the sale block for a while. So usually around this time in this area, houses are going quick. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they're disclosing what happened, if it's scaring people off, or if there is a scary presence around the house still 
because of the husband. Yeah. And I know I've lived here in the neighborhood a little bit longer, but I know that the house has a high turnover. There's always someone new every three or four months. And that's, that's hot dog. He's super excited. The yard is always kind of crazy because the tenants never stay very long. Yeah. So the reason why we're doing this story on the podcast today is because we all have that one house in our neighborhood that we pass by all the time. New people are in it all the time. Is it management? Is it housing prices? Or could it be something else that has to do with the paranormal? So, hey, do you know... What it's going for. Have you seen the listing? I actually have. You know, like you mentioned, we barely moved in late last year. So we kind of look at houses around our neighborhood just to make sure that, hey, we paid a good amount. And just to see really how it's growing because this area is growing so fast that our house right now was probably the seller could have asked for more. Yeah, we like to look every so often at the market. And that's actually listed below the current rate for any home. Yeah. It's not even hitting 190. And I knew for a while we couldn't even see the listing. Like, it wasn't even available. No. um, So, the listing only shows one photo of the house and just the price. And that's it. So, I mean, it's a tiny home. Don't get me wrong. So, the price probably does match, you know, the square footage. But you can't find a home that cheap in this area anymore. Yeah. And they're still working on it. And they're still trying to remodel it. And I saw the guy out doing the yard stuff today. So... Mm -hmm. And they had an open house a few weeks ago. And they still have no offers, I'm assuming, or else it would have been saying pending contracts. Now, I don't know in Texas if you have to tell someone, hey, someone died in the house, or if someone has to ask. I know in some places they have to ask, and it's within a certain time frame. So I've been here, I don't know how long. But if we were to move in, I think the time frame probably would have run out by now. Yeah, probably. And I don't know. So my coworker, she moved back to Austin, but she did live on your street. And I don't know where, but she lived, I think, further down your street. So she's been back in Austin since I started where I'm at. So that's what, like seven, eight years. So who knows even how long before then, you know, this whole thing happened. Yeah. Because you're probably just either moving in or you've been here for a while. Had it happened around that time frame. But we're going to keep an eye out on that house and we're going to see if it gets sold. But I guess I should look for, I guess I'll look for other properties and I'll report back to Monica and let her know, are there any other properties that are kind of comparable to this one around town? Welcome back. Uh, that story's insane, right? Yeah. What the heck? It was kind of creepy. So I don't want to, I'm not going to put out any labels about which house this is, where this is. Just because I wasn't able to substantiate any of those claims. Just like any house, you can go on to public records Mm -hmm. and you can look up who signed deeds to your house. Now online, because everything's now being digitized, it only goes back so far. But our neighborhood's not that old. So you can see the original owners and then you can see the people that bought it from these people. I put in the husband's, the male type name for each of those people that owned it. I didn't come up with anything. I put that into several different newspapers in the area and I can't find anything that says anybody died in the house. So I can't really substantiate any of it. So you didn't even find an obituary? No, mm -mm, not for those names. 
Because I feel like if there's not criminal activity, there wouldn't necessarily be a news story. But there should be an obituary. But there should be an obituary. And there wasn't There wasn't an obit. That's really weird. And what, how long did she say that he lived in that house? I don't know how long they lived there, but I moved in a few years, over a handful. And so the house, because it's not that old, it would have to be within like the last 10 years that they were there. I just wonder if maybe he... You know, they they came from a, another town that they lived that he lived in for a longer period of time. So maybe when he died, that's where that's, the obituary mm-hmm. was put, and that maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if they were renters, so if someone else had bought the house and they were renting it at that time, they wouldn't be on the deeds either. That's true. There you go. So I mean, I only went by what I could find. Also, I'm a big Googler. So, if you have anything in your yard and Google Earth just happens to pass by, I'm looking at your house. When we first moved in, it was my husband's work truck, and then now I see his current truck. So, I guess it updates maybe like every year or so, and then the people that live not too far from us have a pool. And yeah, I'm snooping. (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. Google Earth is like Gladys Kravitz's dream here. Big brother. Well... I agree. I agree. So I guess we kind of have to decide, is this place bad management? Is it jankety inside? Is it gross? Or is it truly haunted? I was looking up low vacancy means the vacancy rate is the percentage of all units in a rental property, such as a hotel or apartment complex, that are vacant or unoccupied at a particular time. It is the opposite of the occupancy rate, which is the percentage of units in a rental property that are occupied. High vacancy rates indicate that a property is not renting well. I would say that this has high vacancy rates because it's not, it's hardly ever occupied. But I did see the guy put in some sort of square box last week. So I don't know if that was a dishwasher. Oh, like appliances? Yes. So maybe they're trying to charge a lot for that house and the appliances are awful. Hmm. Or maybe they're moving bodies around. Well, that body would have had to be there for the open house because there was an open house two weeks ago. Did you go? No, I didn't. We didn't get to go. Do you guys remember that show where they would stage an open house at your house? Everybody would talk shit about your house. Then they would fix your house and bring the same people back. And they would say, oh, my God, I can't believe this doesn't look like the same house on the inside. No, no, I I can't. I can't remember if it was like fix this mess or fix something. (laughs) Yeah, so this is before Property Brothers. This is before the Magnolia people. I like everything that Property Brothers do. And see, I love everything that Chip Gaines does. I've never seen that show. Oh, he's adorable. All right, so back to the topic. (laughs) (laughs) I went to investopedia.com for terms. High turnover renters are turning over quickly. Does this mean it's haunted? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can tell. I think it's probably a combination of extremely bad management and jankety appliances. But I think it's so crazy that that rumor is going around that somebody died in the house. Spooky. Okay, wait. There's no way for us to know if it's haunted unless we actually go. So we need Tim to take his... App. My free app. ghost app. It's still Um, on the phone. We need to get a medium. Okay, so what has to be disclosed when you buy a house? I went to TexasRealEstate.com. And according to Texas Association of Realtors, as of October 2017, according to the Texas Property Code, sellers aren't required to disclose deaths on the property that resulted from natural causes, suicide, or an accident unrelated to the property's condition. So, How, oh, sorry. You're going to probably answer my question. 
<laughs> However, murder does not fall into these categories. God dang it! The Deceptive Trade Practices Act may require the disclosure of murders unrelated to a condition of the property as material facts a buyer would want to know before entering into a transaction. If you're cautious, if you need to know about that, you should ask. You should just ask. Because they aren't guaranteed to tell you. That's a cat. But do you, would y'all mind moving into a place where someone was murdered? Yes. Or, uh, yes, I would mind. I mean, it... Why would you mind? We're going to go off on another so tangent. Why? No, but this is, this is part of the chat. That's creepy. Do we care? Like, why should you care. care? It happened a long time ago. There may not be ghosts. Why should you care? No, I do not want to live in a house where someone was murdered or died. Because it would have, like, bad vibes. It would have bad vibes, right. That's how you get a ghost. It would have a ghost. Well, okay. So you guys know my grandpa, he got sick in March. And then they were, the doctors were like, he's going to die in three months. June 3rd, I'm in the kitchen getting something. And my mom runs in. She's like, go get your grandma. So I walk out and she runs past me because I'm not going fast enough. Because I'm just, like, regular day. And my mom's like, oh, my God, dad just went. (gasps) And so I turned back and my mom's like, you need to stay outside. And so me and my sister stay outside. My uncle had just flown in. My mom, her two sisters and my grandma, they were all inside. And then the youngest sister came out to talk to us. And we were just kind of talking and I jump off the porch and I feel like this gust of wind just come at me just like And it's the coldest wind I've ever felt. And it comes up from my toes and it goes all the way up through my body. And it feels like it comes out like through my head. And that's how cold it is. But it's brushing past me. It's going past me, but that's the feeling like it starts. The coldness starts in my toes. So I look over to the wind came from my left and it went out through the right. So I look over to the right and there is our garage and our backyard, and we have a huge oak tree in the backyard. So I look at the garage and the oak tree, and the oak tree is still. It's like the breeze came from the left, brushed through me, and went up and didn't go any further. Maybe about an hour later, my aunt took us around the house, like into the backyard, and I peeped around the corner, and I saw that they were taking out my grandpa's body. And my aunt said, stop looking. And I said, okay, but I didn't really. And in my head, I was like, oh, no, this is the end of my childhood. Like, I remember thinking oh that God. that day. I was like, this is it. Like, this, is, it's over now. And then I remember telling my grandma, maybe about a couple of weeks later, I was telling her about the wind because I was like, this is weird. And she was like, that's Gabriel's chariot. I'm going to get your grandpa's soul. Wow. And I, I've tried to research Gabriel's chariot. I've never heard any kind of folklore like that. Like, you know how people always yeah. have folklore. I've never heard of anything like that. I've never heard of Gabriel's Chariot in terms of coming to pick up bodies like that. There's, you know, the song, Gabriel's gonna blow his horn, whatever, right. come to get souls, whatever, but nothing like that. So you didn't so, find anything in your internet searches? No. And we moved out of that house a couple of months later. And I just want to let you, you listeners know, because y'all are close to me, that was the end of my childhood. A month later, I got my period. So, um, <laughs> wow. I, just, I just wanted y'all to know it was the end of my childhood. Uh, this chat is real talk. Just putting that out there. It is. And later on, we learned that the next couple, very similar to what happened in this case, the next couple that moved into the house, that was the story. 
But now I'm like, is this just an urban legend? Is this real? Like, I couldn't find anything with that either. And they have actually, when I Googled Earth it, because just like I told you before, I'm about Google Earth everything. That's her hobby. That's It really is. That house is gone, and they have built another house there. I don't know if they've extensively remodeled that house, but the front yard used to have a huge, huge oak tree, and they cut it down before my grandpa died. That ring circle where the tree was, that's still there, so I knew it was that house and that property. But the window used to be one huge picture window, and now it's been split into two. There used to be a huge red porch that was just a slab of concrete. And one time my cousin fell off of it and busted her eye, and she had a black eye, and we were like, oh, no, they're going to call CPS. But really, she just fell off the porch. That porch is no longer there. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? Oh. Like, my cousin, she was just acting a fool, and she was super young. She was like two and so she was in like one of those little rolly carts and she just fell right off the floor. She's fine. She's fine. She's grown up. She has kids now of her own. She lived in a haunted house. Yes. That's the, that's the other story. So, and that again also had a murder involved too. Dang. I can't find that one either. What about you, Tim? Do you know of any abandoned places? I do. Uh, but I think that we might want to save that story. Ooh. So is this, Abandoned Places Part 1. We are recording this part a day later because we didn't like how it sounded before. And our third is not here. Tell me something spooky. I've always wanted to do like urban explorer of abandoned spaces. What about you? Well, I would be scared that there are ghosts there because of the story that we heard. Are you scared of ghosts or are you scared of other randos coming through that space? Both the living and the dead. Yes. Does it have to just be abandoned places? Well, that's where the fun is. Well, but the house that our friend is talking about is not abandoned. No. But where's the fun in that? It's the cat. The cat. Sorry. The cats are opening doors and they're doing it in a very creepy fashion. They have been sabotaging this podcast since the beginning. There's one like, he's like, I have a, a quick, 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 quick story. Let's it's not it. even a real story. What? Have you ever passed, like, it looks like an antique shop. It's different places. I've passed a couple in my life. Maybe it's just me. You drive past a place every day, and you never really look at it until uh, you're in the passenger seat of a car. Do you remember when we went to that mystical store? Uh-huh. I have passed by that so many times. I never knew that was there. Yes, yes. How many times do we go down that street? A million. I'm going to pass by it on the way home. It's a major thoroughway in Austin, and I've never seen that store. Okay, we're going to get some WD-40 for the door, (laughs) because that's a loud door. (laughs) In the house that I lived in, that I kind of grew up in, where my grandpa died, on the corner was a -a bric-a-brac shop. It looked like a bunch of antiques. It's kind of just junk. Like, it was a junk shop. Mm -hmm. But it was the kind that you can't even walk into and go into. And it was just so full of stuff. I never saw it have customers. I never really saw anybody in there. Occasionally, I'd see a person in there. But it's like somebody that was hoarding stuff bought a different place to put all their stuff in. And then there are a couple of places around Austin. You just pass them. And it looked like there used to be a business there. But the business hasn't been there in years. And it's like, who owns this? 
Who is keeping up the taxes? Does the city own this? Why keep this building up when you can just tear it down? Are you guys hoping that somebody will rent out of it? It's just there's so many dead spaces around town that this area was thriving, then it went down. It might come back, but it might not. Like there's so many places, especially around Austin, where they were expecting something and it never came. For a while, there was the Intel shell downtown. Mm -hmm. Like Intel, the company, and then it fell apart. And it was just a shell. And then dancers were scaling it. Was it Blue Lapis Dance Company? Like they scaled it and they would jump off of it and do like an air ballet. No. And then one night I went out, as I do, and I got home. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And I got up and I was like, oh, today they're supposed to demolish the building. I want, And I wanted to go, but I had way too much the night before. So I watched it on TV and then I went out and I heard it. And my cat at the time, Mr. Boots, was like, what in the fuck? And I was like, that's the Intel shell. It's gone. And now it's the federal courthouse. Wow. So what about you? What about what are some creepy buildings that you've passed? Or what are some spaces that really creeped you out? I wonder if the people who moved into my dad's house after my dad moved out, I wonder if that same family owns it. Because there was like a party shop she would do cakes for weddings but they also had party things like dresses and party cake toppers and like party accoutrement just like general party stuff so they lived above their shop it was next to my dad's house right next door but they said they bought my dad's house for their kids to live in and i guess they were having weird things happen but i don't know if it's the same family that still lives there or not you should ask your dad. Do you think he would know? I don't know. I feel like, because he had gone to check like a few years after that and see how they were doing. And then that's when they said, hey, did anything weird ever happen? And he said, oh, yeah. Which means he didn't tell them when he let them buy it. I don't know if you have to tell someone that creepy stuff goes on here. Unless somebody died, I don't think you have to say, oh, yeah, creepy stuff goes on here. What's the explanation for the creepy stuff? That's true. Well, I think my grandma had died. She was my great-grandma. His grandma had died of cancer, like natural causes. I'm going to say cancer's natural causes. So she had died of cancer in the house. In the real estate code, I think that natural causes were, I think they're exempt. So I don't think you have to tell anybody if someone dies of cancer in the house but that seems crazy right yeah would you ask would you know to ask i mean i think if we're on this podcast of course we would ask now we would know to ask but when was the first time that you saw it like what made you think damn i need to ask that from now on i mean i've rented a lot of apartments and i've never asked so i don't know i mean i like to think that i would ask but i'll go into an apartment and i won't even check the water pressure or flush the toilet and I mean to, I have a list of things I know I need to do when I go to a new place, but I don't ever do them. Oh no. So I'm like, mm, I probably wouldn't ask and I'd end up with some horrible, haunted, demon mess of a house. That would be me. Well, you know what I do now? What? One, when we bought our house, I did ask mm -hmm. and they told me. They and told you what? They told nothing happened. Okay. And I actually know the lady that lived in my house. We met later and she told me the story behind the house. No one died in there. 
And I go in, I look under, I pull open the cabinet under the sink and I look in there for mold, for mold, rotting, all that kind of stuff. I also get in the bathtub. When I went with, hopefully, a future guest on the podcast, Jeff, when I went apartment hunting with him, I went into the spaces and I'll pretend like I'm putting away dishes and see how high a shelf is Mm -hmm. because I'm very short. I get into the bathtub and I sit in the bathtub. And see if I can actually feel comfortable sitting. I'll stand in the shower and pretend like I'll move my hands out so I have room. My shower right now is very small and I'm ready to remodel that bitch. I like your bathroom. Get Chip Gaines in there to redo it. (laughs) Or the Property Brothers. They do really good work. I want Chip. Joanna can come too. Did she have her baby yet? Yes. God, that was fast. The baby's like five now, right? He's already knocking down walls, putting in beams. He's already writing his name on mason jars. I like the sound of country chic. I do too. Her, I love her style. I love her style. She has a new book out. She has a new book, magazine. Book. But that's what I do when I buy a new house. And I guess from now on, you guys out there, you should ask. Well, after that story, we're going to have to. It would be smart to ask and also maybe carry salt. Got you got to have salt. I saw on Tumblr. I am on Tumblr. I'm not gonna tell you my Tumblr name, but I am on Tumblr. And somebody joked that after watching Supernatural, they should just carry hula hoops filled with salt. I feel like you should. Because that would just be a circle of protection. Yeah. I think spookiness is it's a part of everyday life. So that's why our chats are all over the place. Because it just has to do with everything. Yep. So thank you guys for joining us for another crazy podcast where we go off on tangents talk about different things we talked about abandoned not abandoned houses but places where people don't live very long low vacancy high turnover high turnover low occupancy is that what you said oh gosh this was 24 hours ago i don't remember i don't either i just know a lot of people are in and out of that bitch a lot of people are signing leases and nobody's staying i feel like they're trying to explain why a lot of people don't live there but we all know why thank you to forrest wilson for doing our awesome music i love our music we love it love it love it thank you guys for tuning in again thanks for listening to all our tangents i don't know what we're going to talk about next time but it should be a good show reincarnation you're going to tell me about how we keep living the same life over and over again like it's groundhog day i thought you were going to tell me that you're going to tell me that and then i'm going to tell you about balls of light and dust that Uh, people think are ghosts it's bugs and dust Oh, gosh. The next two episodes are each things that the other person doesn't really care for. You're going to talk about Drake? (laughs) (laughs) We'll go into that later. He is not the Shakespeare of our time. We're going to lose followers if I say that. I love Drake. He is the Shakespeare of our time. He is the bard himself reincarnated. I respectfully disagree. (laughs) Do we have an Insta yet? We have an Insta. It should be Spooky Chat Podcast. We are extremely poor. We're getting our shit together. Everything's on boxes. It's kind of crazy. Hey, if it works, does it matter how much it costs? No. I really want to get the email up so people can email us. Okay, then let's do the email. I'm not even on Twitter right now. I'm not either. I have one, but I don't use it. Just getting trouble on Twitter. I feel like it's nothing but trouble. I mean, call Dan Aykroyd nothing but trouble. 
Have you seen that movie? Nothing but trouble. Yes. No, but I like Dan Aykroyd. Oh my god, you're gonna hate him after this movie. Why? It is frightening. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're gonna start another podcast where I watch movies <laughs> that I've never seen, and JJ watches them with me, and it's gonna be the film education of Monica. And I'll give you commentary too. Okay, and I'll do commentary too. Okay. All right. Well, we gotta cut this one short because your cats are oh hell bent on getting into some kind of kitty trouble. Why are they doing this? Because we're doing the podcast. They love it. They are. <laughs> they're never out here doing bad things, and now they are today. George <laughs> <laughs> Michael. He just grabbed a bag. Oh my gosh. He's hunting a plastic bag. <laughs> okay, we gotta get out of here. Okay, bye. Bye. Stay safe. I know, I know about the church that Chip and Joanna Gaines go to. I know that. But I still love all of her stuff. But they're not shitty people, are they? I I think they were like, we don't exactly feel the way this church feels, but they still go to the church. That's true. I'm going to go ahead and say there are probably two exceptions. Kay mm-hmm. McKinnon and Lin-Manuel Miranda. And Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers, yes. Oh my God! Don't ever tell me anything bad about Mr. Rogers. Nobody has I ever know. said. Nobody has ever said anything bad about Mr. Rogers. I'm just gonna jump off a of flat Earth if anything bad comes out against Mr. Rogers. There's hope though. Yeah. With those people, Mr. Rogers. I don't know about Chip and Chip and Joanna because I don't. I watch the Property Brothers, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Shade, no shade. <laughs> Chris is not a demon. My demon cooks for me. And you and I get along. What if you're real and I'm not real? You are real. Really a demon. (laughs) That's okay. No. Mona, do you love me? Are you riding? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Because we got into it today, he and I. About? About everything. We uh, always get into it. We're always into it. I know. I don't know how we're friends. You guys, stay tuned for a podcast coming up. It's going to be brand new. It's going to be JJ and Tim BFFs, and that stands for Best Frenemies Forever. (laughs) It's just going to be JJ and Tim arguing, and you're not going to hear that on this podcast. You're going to have to go to JJ and Tim BFFs and listen to them argue there. It's going to be amazing.